last time on Shroom for Two. We decided that it is time for another battle episode. And just like the tournament, we have to cover all five bases with our three decks. Yeah, we both really like the idea of having three heroes that cover all five of the colors. New rule for this format from uh, Tournament Magic, they often have a format called Unified Constructed. Decks that share a class must have no more than four copies of an individual card between it. Each deck has to contain exactly 20 cards from each class. My plant decks are Ringzilla, Bonus Attack, Captain Combustible, and Three Nut Citron. And my uh, zombie decks are Sports Smash, Hunting Grounds Immortitia, and Pirate Infinity. And my plant heroes are Aggro Rose, Tempo Grass Knuckles, and Aggro Solar Flare. And on uh, zombie side, I'm doing Conjure HG, Dance Boogaloo, and Gargology C-Mac. Welcome and Happy New Year to Shroom for Two, the PVC Heroes podcast that is stuck in that weird infinite time between Christmas and New Year's. I'm Mike. And I'm Taylor. Happy Lame Duck 2018 week, everybody. Yeah, I hope you all had a Merry Christmas and all that. I got a Red Sox book for my grandmother because being a Red Sox fan is one of the few facets of my life that my grandmother can still understand. So that's what she buys me every chance she gets. Nice. It's of the top 50 Red Sox players of all time, and it's already out of date since it was written a year ago. Nice. Uh, what did I get? I got a bunch of kitchen stuff. I went home and hung out with various people, um, did some traveling for the McElroy Candle Nights show. So if anybody listens to My Brother, My Brother and Me or The Adventure Zone or anything like that, every holiday season they do a show in their hometown of Huntington, West Virginia, which is like way far out there. Um, it was something like a 15 hour train ride there and back. But, you know, every holiday season, a bunch of their like weirdo city slicker fans uh, kind of descend upon their one horse town to uh, watch them do some uh, goofs and laughs. And it was a fun time. That sounds pretty cool. I've been up in New England visiting uh, various one horse towns where my mom and grandmother live. I'm, uh, I'm at my mom's house in Westerly, Rhode Island right now, and uh, it's everybody's boring as it sounds. But we have this uh, fun fight episode coming up to keep me entertained. Yes, indeed. So if what Mike tells me is true, you've heard like an anime opener uh, telling you exactly what we're doing here. But yeah, we're getting ready to fight each other. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and start that now, and we will give you time to pause the show and go to our YouTube page, Shroom for You Podcast, and look for the videos that just went up, and go listen to everything about the 2020 fight, which is what I've been calling this, so I hope that's okay. Hey, Future Mike here. Sorry this episode took so long to come out, but between holiday travel and me forgetting my microphone, that's why the recording quality is different this time. I left my regular mic at home, so I had to go out and buy a cheaper headset. So uh, next time we record, it'll be back to normal for that. And also the videos are taking way longer now that I'm doing all the graphics and stuff for them. But yeah, go check those out. Shroom for Two Podcast at YouTube. I believe there's a link to the playlist in the show notes. And also... Send in your Gravestone Neptune decks, right? We're going to cover that in some future episode. So either post them in the Discord chat or email at shroomfor2podcast at gmail. Anyways, back to the show. 
GG's, Mike. Yes, GG indeed. Uh, I went 3-2. Fun times. Um, sorry we didn't play all of the decks that we drafted, but we figured that uh, doing a seven-game series was a little more work than we were willing to chew for this weird mid-holiday weekend. That's true. I, I do enjoy it chew my work as little as possible but yeah so definitely good games i think i was surprised at the moment i was surprised that my beta caratina deck kind of fell on its face i think after the fact looking at it now i think that i maybe didn't build that so good um there's a lot of three mana three threes in this deck and uh with three nut if you're going to be really capitalizing on that you're not going to want to have you're going to want to have cheap stuff and stuff with low power so, you know, I think that there are probably a solid eight cards in here that I would change just kind of right off the bat, and then maybe a few more that I would change, maybe um, thinking about it a little bit more than I did. It looked like you were going for 3-Nut, but you weren't going all in on 3-Nut. I mean, maybe I was trying to do that as like a um, hedging mechanism, but I mean, 3-Nut is definitely very, very good. And so I think that maybe had I done a little bit more with, you know, maybe have some potato mines in there, maybe you have like, I don't know, cactus, sting bean, hot date, yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah, GG just the same. Yeah, I like how we both kind of led with the deck that we uh, felt the least confident in because I was not sure about that ZMAC deck going in either and really kind of turned it into more of a binary stars deck. Like, I'm not even running binary stars in my Boogaloo deck. I'm just running it in ZMAC because I'm trying to take advantage of things like Final Mission and Gas Giant right, sure. cheat out a bunch of damage really fast, and that is kind of what got me ahead of you in that first game. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's that's also something Gas Giant specifically like is very hard to go over the top of. Um, like, you know, it's hard to keep a board in place uh, when there's Gas Giants going on, and, you know, they're like Grapes of Wrath. They hit hard, and they have a, a very strong uh, death rattle that deals damage to the face, so they're, you know, they kind of close out games um, and it's hard to stop them from doing so. Definitely feel rewarded for crafting a third copy of one. Crafted a second Barrel of Dead Beards for the pirate deck, and uh, it ended up being like, eh. Um, I mean, like, playing it on the turn when you dropped the Pear Cub was, was kind of bad luck. I maybe should have held it back at that time. I didn't really have a ton else to do at that moment, though, so maybe that was just kind of an acceptable level of risk. Yeah, that that was a really big turnaround turn for me. I mean, that that, that, that grizzly pair did like 15 damage to me. Right, you know, Yeah, Tempo Grass Knuckles is a complete monster, and if you uh, watched the teaser videos of me training, you saw that that deck went undefeated, and I'm I'm definitely proud of this bad boy. And I don't know what the, like, ideal Tempo Grass Knuckles looks like as far as the right number of Mega Grow to Guardian cards, but the 2020 split is really hard to argue with yeah i like that in terms of the the deck building restriction it kind of made it a little bit um more interesting to choose sort of what went in there it it was funny that um on the zombie side my overlap was beastly and so you know that had to have 20 and 20 in both decks and there couldn't be more than four copies of any individual thing that ended up not really being very much of a problem for me at all with beastly um, but the place I ran into that was sneaky because even though I was only playing it in one deck, there are lots of like really good, just value sneaky cards that I wanted to be able to put into that deck. Um, and I kind of ended up being forced to play more crazy stuff than I wanted to. And so the, like, I think that sneaky just kind of has like more stuff. Like, you know, I didn't get to play frozen mustache. There was lots of stuff going on in there that I kind of wish that I could have 
been able to bring to the table. Uh, I see you're running a Graveyard Lane Space Cowboy as well, and you know that's going to take up a bunch of your deck slots. And, you know, if you're yeah, gonna... I mean, maybe that was a mistake. I mean, maybe Graveyard was not necessary for that purpose, but I don't know. That's really good, and I didn't want to not play it. Um, right, yeah, and you, I'm not going to argue with your pirate package. Like, I think your pirate package is very good and refined, and I think a lot of the pirate cards are kind of uh, trapped to some extent. So sure. I, I had a similar problem with my Dance Boogaloo deck, where Dance Boogaloo is usually like 30-some cards crazy and then 10 or fewer cards beastly, and figuring out, okay, I'm, I need to, one, narrow the dance package down to under 20 cards, and two, figure out 20 beastly cards to put in here. And, you know, Synchronized Swimmer, sure, that's obvious, but after that, really, I could have gone in a bunch of different directions. Like, I could have played Loudmouth, but I ended up going with a different uh, early game package because I gave all my Quick Draw Con Men to my C-Mech deck, so I couldn't play that as a one drop, so I threw in Cheese Cutter and Squirrel Herder and Secret Agent. Yeah, that's legit. I didn't end up going with Secret Agent in um, in any of my decks, but, uh, but Cheese Cutter definitely made an appearance. Yeah, my Dance Boogaloo deck was really more of a Synchronized Swimmer Boogaloo, because I'm running, you know, cheap one drops and Secret Asian and Area 22 and Valkyrie, and also with Headhunter killing you possibility. And I, I feel like I came really close. I, I had Headhunter in my hand, but I didn't have any other cards in there near the end of that uh, that game three there. But you were able to fill the field with Cobb cannons and uh, yeah, double Cobb cannons uh, really did uh, did the trick. Yeah, just like it did for me in uh, Game 4 with my Rose deck. Yeah, that, um, you know, Cow Cannon's really good, what can I say? I think it was a mistake bringing out the Smash instead of Immortitia in Game 2. I'm not really sure why I did that. I don't think I would have been any much better equipped to deal with the Tempo Grass Knuckles. Well, no, wait. Tempo Grass Knuckles I played against Infinity. Yeah. Um, the Smash I played against, it was Rose. It was Smash versus Rose, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so let's see. How would that... Rose deck have done against my Immortitia deck. So there would have been probably less like tooling around and doing singleton damage to you to increment your block meter. Um, you know, I would have had been maybe teleporting a cheese cutter doing that kind of thing. Creatures would have also been beefier, like, you know, there's like a doing the vampire thing in there. Um, yeah, you would have been able to replace my environments regardless, either with uh, hunting grounds or with eclipse. Yeah. But uh, I, don't know. I, I had that early, that wingnut out, that you needed to be the smash in order to kill. And uh, yeah. if, if that wingnut were left unchecked in Immortitia, it might have been able to really mess with you unless you had yeah, like, that's a squirrel herder. That's, that, that's definitely true. Or um, like the evaporate. Like you, you would have had tools to deal with it. It just might have been more of a more of an issue because you were able to kill yeah, that right fast. It would have been any amount of trouble at all. Right. Um, probably more than more than a small amount. But um, in that case, I was able to just kind of do it. Yeah, in the final game, uh, Captain Combustible, like, I had kind of an opportunity to do the repeat moss thing, like, earlier than I than I chose to do it. Um, like, I when I saw the, the Sergeant Strongberry off of the other uh, current conjuration, it just seemed to be, like, kind of what I needed to do to put pressure on, and that I could use repeat moss just to mop up, rather than try to have repeat moss be the, the game plan. And I think I made the right choice there think it would have given you more outs to come back had i played the repeat moss on turn four instead of the strongberry i really thought i, I thought contra huge was supposed to be good i don't get it i've been i did really this was the deck i did the worst with in all of my teaser videos i i think i finished 500 with it and i'm like i'm Which looking means, wait wait what does that mean you went five and five uh two and, and two. three two and two okay sure yeah 
Like, I was, I was still tinkering with it a whole bunch. There's even, like, this isn't even the version that I played with. I ended up taking out uh, Ice Throne Mustache Monument, but I put that in for Cosmic Scientist because mm. I tried to turn it into, like, a ramp sort of conjure deck running, like, Medulla Nebula and uh, the Dinobot Mechasaur right. trying to capitalize off that aspect of it. But usually what happened was I would be way up on card advantage but out of health. Sure. But yeah, that kind of happened again, where I got I got blitzed down by by some berry stuff, and I just didn't have the early game creatures to keep up with you. Well, I was also able to um, pretty effectively neutralize Doctor Spacetime. Yeah, um, you, yeah, the the move a thing around. You took out my teleport engine. You were able to kill it in like two turns. Yeah, that's true. Having those free teleports would have definitely like made my life a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so hey, that's uh, in the Conjure HG crowd decking. Um, that was kind of. One of the things that we tried to harp on to say, like, how do you beat Conjure HG and like kill Dr. Spacetime was was one of the things that we tried to say. And like kill Dr. Spacetime is a lot easier to say than it is to do. But um, I hadn't really thought of Banana Peel as a way to like make sure that their teleport engine does not get going. That was actually like pretty effective at shutting that down. Not only that, but you managed to pull a Brain Nano off of it, which you used to shut the door. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could have shut the door anyway. But, yeah, but, uh, like, yeah. if I had high-rolled a little bit better, that Brain Anna still probably would have been clutch for you, like, if I had that zero sure. to teleport. That's true. Oh, yeah, so certainly had you been planning to teleport in some big thing, Brain Anna would have really been able to get you. But yeah, uh, it feels good overall. I, th- I think we both uh, had some hero moments coming away from this, and I definitely really enjoyed the uh, deck constriction rules that we came up with, and we should probably try and get at least one more fight episode out of these rules i would think i have no reason to want to stop doing these rules with the um all five colors make sure there's only one overlap 20 and 20 unified constructed lists like so if you stacked all the decks on the up together that it would still be legal like no no more than four of anything and uh yeah gg yeah and be on the lookout for our deck lists in the show notes and in the videos that future michael will be preparing for y'all yes absolutely so this quick aside we haven't talked about going to bi-weekly on the show yet, um, so if we were going to mention that, we would be mentioning it right now. Yeah, we didn't really intend for this episode to take like a week and a half to make. It just kind of happened that way with holiday travel, but yeah, starting with 2019, we are planning on pulling back on our production schedule a little bit. I've got some more responsibilities coming up. Um, I'm starting grad school. There's some other stuff going on, um, and you know, I'm just thinking that um, probably not going to have a few hours a week to devote to the show anymore. And so I'm thinking a few hours every other week, probably going to be where I'm able to land. You know, I understand that Mike, you know, you're planning on uh, doing more YouTube stuff, maybe doing some Twitch stuff, some more community stuff, maybe even kind of branching out into other games, you know, on the Shroom for Two uh, header, which I think is totally cool. Um, You know, I want to see um, this thing continue to go as far as it can go. I'm sorry I have to pull back. You know, I really do enjoy being able to be here with the community here and stuff. This is a really fun game to talk about, you know, the year and change after we've been doing it. I think that this has been a really rewarding experience for me. And, you know, it's unfortunate that I have to maybe turn down the volume of it a little bit. Um, But I think that just means that what you guys are going to be getting is new and different. Yeah, and if something monumental comes out and we have to talk about it, we're definitely going to throw up the bat signal and get an episode out for you. Yeah, for sure. But so I wish you all a happy new year. 2019 will hopefully see more cool PVZ Hero stuff uh, for you all to enjoy, for us to talk about, and uh, for for some new things to come down the pipeline on Shroom for Two. Uh, So uh, until next year, I'm Taylor. And I'm Mike. 
Have a great year, everybody. Change all of your passwords as your news resolution. It's not bad. I drank a lot of his wine, and we watched Notre Dame lose. Uh, one of, one of my cousins goes to Notre Dame, so they were watching the bowl game, and they were in they were in some playoff game, and they got their ass kicked by Clemson. Okay. So shout Clemson out, is another shout out to L Bell, I guess. Yeah, Clemson is a name that I know. They're uh, they're like the big college in South Carolina, and they suddenly got really good at college football when they hired their coach Dabo Sweeney. Which yeah, his name is Dabo. Some guy named Dabo. Yeah, some um, guy named Dabo. <laughs>